Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. So this week, I want to talk to you about my 5S's recipe. COVID-19 has now taken its place, its rightful place, I would say, as a super virus on the timeline of the dreaded human plagues. And this virus reminds us, reminds me how um, of how frail, how vulnerable we are, but also that it is by understanding our weaknesses that we will become stronger and successfully fight this virus pandemic and the next one. So today I want to talk to you about optimizing your health, both mental and physical health, with this 5S's um, recipe. The 5S, 5S is are sanitization, sugar, sleep, stress, and self-coaching. So the first S, let's talk about sanitization. Like other viruses, the COVID-19 is spread mostly by touching your contaminated hands to your face or your food. So unless someone directly sneezes on you or coughs directly into your open mouth, it is unlikely to catch the COVID-19 via aerosol droplets. When someone with the virus coughs or sneezes, and does not catch the infected spray of it by covering their face, then those viral droplets find their way to surfaces that we all touch, like door handles, faucets, shopping carts, um, communal pans, gas pumps, etc. Then these surfaces can harbor the virus for at least one week. You then touch a contaminated surface and then bring the viruses directly to your nose, your eyes, your mouth, or your food. So now you have directly exposed the virus to the surface on which it really needs to thrive, which is the moist human mucosal tissue. Studies show that the average person touches their face about 1,200 times daily. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) 1,200 times on average. The amazing doctor that I see for my annual exams has told me that he has had to train himself to never touch his face or allow others to do so unless he has just really thoroughly cleaned his hands. So no matter how bad the itch or the irritation on his face, he just won't do it. He also will not touch his food without having similarly cleaned his hands, no matter how hungry he is. 
Talk about managing urges. That's a great way to stop our primitive brain's instant desire right there. I won't touch the food unless I've thoroughly washed my hands. That's like, you know, a couple of minutes between the time you do so and the time you're approaching the food to really have thought whether you're hungry, whether you need the food or not. My doctor also gave me a few facts about what it means to clean your hands. So, soap does not kill bugs. Hot water from a faucet does not kill bugs either. Alcohol and peroxide will kill bugs after like six hours of contact. And it takes eight minutes of exposure to boiling water to kill bugs. When you are washing your hands or using hand sanitizer, you are cleaning your hands by removing the surface layer of grime that contains the bugs and disrupting the thin membrane that coats and and protects the bugs. But it takes at least 20 to 30 seconds of scrubbing, twisting, and rubbing to clean your hands. And long nails can never be cleaned properly, and jewelry requires special attention as well because it is nearly impossible to clean while wearing it. So please... Um, as this first uh, S in my recipe, sanitization, please take the time, spend the effort, or you and me are just kidding ourselves that our hands are free of contagion. Once your hands are clean, the next thing you touch needs to also be equally clean or you have just recontaminated yourself and need to start over. And this habit, needless to say, takes practice and patience, but it's worth doing it. Now, on to the second S. Second S stands for sugar. Nothing weakens the immune system faster than sugar. Sugar is basically a human poison, and our collective health has never recovered from its cultivation and distribution beginning in the 1500s. I am sure that you cannot name another substance that has been clinically linked to so many health problems, including obesity, diabetes, um, high blood pressure, heart disease, cancer, uh, poor uh, oral health, mood disorders, and infections. And sugar does all of this while providing zero nutritional benefits. Do you know that the average American will eat their full body weight in sugar, approximately 150 pounds each year? Clinical research shows that even modest sugar consumptions start to suppress the immune system in a matter of minutes and that these damaging effects can last for hours. So if you want to get well, to stay well, and to always be well, then you have to treat sugar as if you would treat, or as rather, as you would treat tobacco, uh, gasoline fumes, or lead. So I know this is not going to be a very popular proposition to most of you, but truth is sometimes bitter and hard to swallow. I know my weakness is plain chocolate. I try eating dark chocolate, but I admit I enjoy milk chocolate very much. Um, But I do stay away from cakes, from cookies, and all of that, especially the ones that that I have not made myself, 
um, from scratch. So please know, I want you to really know and be aware that any reduction in your intake of sugar, like from sodas, from sweetened teas or coffees, uh, from, you know, cookies and cakes and candies and pancakes and pastries will enhance your survival, your survival of this current virus and other nasty bugs of this cold and flu season, but also of your overall mental and physical health. Now we're going to move on to the third S. The third S stands for sleep. We are supposed to spend one third of our day in bed. Instead, Americans treat sleep as if it were a luxury, but it is really a restorative necessity. So cheat your hours of sleep and you are really cheating your good health. Clinical research continues to demonstrate that you must get good sleep every night and that you really cannot just catch up on sleep when it is more convenient for your busy schedule. The latest studies show that women need 7.6 hours of sleep nightly, while men need 7.8 hours of sleep. So you should also be going to sleep and waking up on different days so that you can really benefit from the natural secretion of melatonin. As it turns out, melatonin doesn't just make you drowsy. It has a host of important health benefits, including reducing your risks of uh, dementia, heart disease, strokes, high blood pressure, and even arthritis. It is also such a powerful immune booster that melatonin keep, um, keeps cancer cells from growing all throughout the night. So it's really, really important. When you are tired and run down from a lack of sleep, your weakened immune system makes you extra vulnerable to infections. So please think twice about staying up past your bedtime to binge watch your favorite shows, play video games, or even to finish a good book. I know that everyone is mostly working from home these days, and those who are not working from home are overworked and really stressed and more exposed to the, to the viruses. So it's really important to really, really um, make an effort to put in your hours of sleep. There is a time for everything, and sleep really deserves to be your top priority after the sun goes down. Now... The fourth S, stress. So it turns out that there is one particular poison way worse than sugar, and that is stress. If sugarcane can ruin your immune system in minutes, stress can do it in seconds. So if you want to dramatically increase your risk of getting and succumbing to any illness, from cancer to this COVID-19, then let your bad mood and your attitude rip. There is uh, this Afghan philosopher called Shah who once famously said that he was always more worried about what came out of a man's mouth than what went in. The secretion of toxic hormones and the accelerating cellular dysfunction that really occur during stress are so horribly bad for us 
that no antidote has ever been found to counter the physiological effects of stress. So, my friends, the next time something or someone is pushing one of your buttons, try and catch yourself as soon as you become aware of it. And ask yourself, as I also do myself, is this person or event worth my good health? Do I care enough to trash my health and become sickened for days or worse? How important is my health compared to being right or to getting what I want? I know it's not always easy, but please, um, I really want you to try and, you know, be, be mindful of all the stress that is out there and what is truly, you know, what could truly be um, avoidable. And that leads me into our last and very important S, self-coaching. Last week, I spoke to you about the importance of self-coaching. When we don't coach ourselves and get coached by, by our own life coach, Um, The voices in our heads keep getting louder and louder, creating stress, anxiety, and poor health. Personally, I get coached every Monday morning. It helps me clear everything that happened in my week prior, and it also helps me have a fresh start to the new week. I show up grounded, available, and clear-minded for myself, for my clients, and for my family. Being a life coach, I sometimes feel that I don't need the extra clarity or that I don't feel that I have really any drama that's, you know, going on as such in my life and that I don't have anything that I need to bring to the coaching session, but I still show up to my session with my coach and I am always just blown away really blown away at how powerful the work is and at how much I actually get resolved each time and at the way I'm left so much more at peace and ready for my week ahead. So many of my clients are dealing with a lot of stress right now. In the work that I do, getting them to losing their excess weight once and for all, they not only learn how to retrain their brains to healthier habits, establishing a much better relationship with food, where they now are in control of the food and not um, letting the food control them, but they also learn to manage their mind in order to best address any drama going on in their personal life, um, especially right now and in the world. That way, it helps them keep that uh, dreaded poison stress away from their body and from their mind. So my friends, try make a calm inner state of being a priority. Watch your sugar intake. Um, wash your hands well. Sleep well. Get coached and keep your mood up. The plague that is COVID-19 provides us, I think, with valuable lessons and opportunities to truly improve our health habits. So if you can follow my advice and I promise you will be around for the next one. Until next week, be well and don't forget to sign up for your free coaching session as now more than ever is the time to get coached. Ciao, ciao. 
To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time. Thank you.